Hello dreamers. Welcome to the dream stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook, here today with my fellow dream worker and friend, Ellen Ronis. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you. Hello. Hello. So I just wanted to start this by, by saying I was just watching before I just, just before we did this, I was watching The Big Lebowski. <laughs> That's on Netflix again. And it, is, it doesn't matter how many times I see that. It really makes me laugh. And I think, you know, also Jeff Bridges is one of my favorite actors. And another one of my favorite actors is George Clooney. And the reason I'm giving him a shout out is because I heard him on a podcast called Smart Left, you know, with uh, Jason Bateman and others. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he was saying sometimes he likes to fall asleep while listening to podcasts. And I like to do that too. So I wanted to recommend a couple of, of really conducive voices and pace just fall asleep too. And the first one I wanted to recommend is Renegade, which is President Obama with Bruce Springsteen talking wow. about wives. I think they only they didn't make it up. I don't think it's like an ongoing thing. I think it's always the two of them. Always those two. I don't know that there's an always to it because it might okay. just be two or three podcasts. But yeah, it's the two of them together. What an interesting combination. It's great. It's great. Yeah, Michelle had really promoted it because she said Bruce is like the best guy, <laughs> the best like family oh. man, big heart, big mm-hmm. dad. So, um, so, and the second one that I want to offer to George Clooney is um, Preet Bahara, who was an attorney in the Southern District of New York until he was fired by Trump. Trump came on the scene. So he, I love his voice, and often he's on with Anne Milgram, another voice. So I'm sorry to say, oh, these are the soothing voices that will love you, lull you to sleep. Not, not as an insult in any way to those beautiful voices, but just calming and conducive. Okay. <laughs> but I think, Alan, that you had a big dream is that right? That you were- um, I had two. Well, yeah, last night was so crazy. I woke up at the middle of the night. I was like, whoa, that was intense. That was, what did I say? That was tough. I remember like literally yeah, said to yeah. myself, wow, that was a tough dream. Yeah. And then I just went back to sleep. And of course I don't remember it at all. So never mind that one, but, but definitely this, this, this thing's cooking and being stirred up in there for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I did have two, two dreams um that you do remember that i do remember um yeah i'll share the first one and then if it seems fitting i'll just go into the the other one they were one day apart they feel like a part of the same um no no, not really actually they were two they were two days apart um who knows? You know, they probably have you a know, similar theme. Pick they up. Don't really, you know, maybe they do, but I don't know because you know how I, in writing it, I wasn't really analyzing it. I was just so, I'm not even really sure. I haven't really played with it too much myself. Okay. Good. I'm noticing I have like paint in my hair. I was just doing a painting oh, class. Oh, that's nice. Oh my God. Maybe it's clay. I don't know. I'm all into the art lately. I'm doing every possible art thing. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, okay. So the dream goes like this. I'm somewhere in the woods with a pathway. I'm assigned this particular horse that we have here on our property. My housemates own four horses and the horse's name is Oros, O-R-O-S. And he's a big brown horse. And I was assigned him as my horse. He was heftier and darker brown than in real life. Um, he, He goes missing. He goes sort of on walkabout and goes missing and I'm anxious, where is he? In, I'm responsible for him. So I run down the pathway and I see him. I'm reading this, obviously, (laughs) in the short distance. At, At the same time, I see a small black kitten 
sprawled over something white. Uh, could have been a bird or another small animal, but it, it had angles. It almost felt like it was like, I don't know, like plastic or I don't know what it was, something small and white, but the kitten was kind of like sprawled out over this, over this um, white thing as I see the horse uh, autos in the di distance. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. I pick up the kitty because I know the horse is going to be coming this way. And as I'm going, at, as I'm going to wrangle him, the kitty is limp, dead question mark. So I'm not sure if the kitty is dead or just I limp, you know, um, and doesn't seem quite dead, but definitely like sort of lifeless. Not sure what's up with it. I move, I move it off to the path and go to Oros to calm him and jump onto his back on my belly, then right myself so I'm on him bareback. Um, except for, so it was bareback. I know it's terrible to read because it's very choppy, but um, it was, I was bareback, but there was a blanket and it was my, so my, I have a blanket on my bed. That's my mother's old, an old blanket of hers. It's a beautiful um, sort of Native American, very sort of pastel-y, but Native American colors. And that blanket is on the horse. Okay. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, then Jen, the woman who owns the horses, um, she comes down the path to see what's going on. And she is incredulous that I'm bareback. And I say, well, I've got to get him back somehow, as if I'm being responsible for my charge. I started up the path, but felt like I'd not done it right. Oh. So I, I, I kind of know where that comes from, right. actually. As much as you're comfortable with sharing. And okay. Don't share beyond that. So I kind of, oh, I don't know if she's but I kind of feel like that here in this household. Like I feel sort of invisible. I feel sort of like in, in, incidental. I feel like I'm, oh, it's like almost feel like I'm being a good girl, which is kind of like how I was when I was little. Like that's kind of what I thought. If, I, if I'm a good girl, I'll be loved, you know? So I almost feel like I'm, I'm a little bit like that here. Like making sure I wipe the counter the right way and do everything, you know? <laughs> so I think, I think that's why, because suddenly she came down and then all of a sudden I was, you know, before I was like, I'm taking charge. I'm going after my horse. I'm jumping on it. I'm going to bring it back, you know. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm not doing it right. So, I, I, but, um, you know, so I think that's the, that's the feeling of that last, that last bit. But I, I thought it was, it was kind of interesting. Um, I don't know, the, 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 the black kitten and the limpness. I was picturing my big black cat. Puma. <laughs> no, it was a little kitten. It was, and it was just like, when I picked it up and it was like, it was like, I don't know, like it was sprawled all over something that I just can't place. Like if it was something, if it was something biological or if it was something like plastic, you know, I, I just, I just don't have a sense of it. Was it an air conditioner? Um, hmm? was it an air conditioner? An air conditioner? Yeah, you're saying it's really hot. Oh, it is. <laughs> Oh, it is really hot. Oh, that's so funny. Maybe, maybe it was. <laughs> it's as good of a guess as any. Um, and, you know, horses, I mean, let's see, horses for me in my dreams tend to feel very masculine, whether it's a female horse or a male horse. This happens to be a male horse, but. Um, I think we've talked about that because one of our dream teachers, Robert Moss, equates or how I understand it I guess it doesn't have to be male or female but masculine or feminine I think that's what I mean a strong feminine energy cool. of course so I okay that's super that's, that's just interesting just that is super interesting yeah 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 so I yeah that is really interesting to me I mean yeah it's like this I you know, maybe it's because it's this big being between my legs. <laughs> I don't know. But I've always had that sense in my dreams, even when I would dream about horses as a kid or, you know, like yeah. early on in my life, it felt like a, a masculine presence somehow. Yeah. So that's interesting. I'm wrangling him. Yeah, that and I wanted to talk word. about that too. Do you remember not long ago, I had a dream that I titled The Wrangler. Oh God, I, I do. 
what was that dream about? Yeah, I, I do remember. Hmm. I actually don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember, I, but I do remember this. Yeah. Yeah, because when I published it, it's, it's on the website or on the you know, the post. When I published it, um, I wasn't I wasn't remembering. Hang on one second, okay, Alan? Sure. Sure. Sorry for pausing it. It's just funny. I, I think it was you who had the dream about the Wrangler. I believe it was. I, you're, I'm saying, wait a minute. Was that? Yeah. So, so all of a sudden. You. And this was the point I was going to make is that I wasn't sure if it was Wrangler with an R or Wrangler with a W. And uh, I don't know what Wrangler with an R actually means. Is there such a thing? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was thinking Wrangler, like, you know, yeah, like with laughing. Like wrangling, you know, yeah, wrangling yeah. a like a cat or whatever people yeah. wrangle. <laughs> right. cattle. cattle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I would, it's so interesting because in the dream, I wasn't there was no wrangling. There was no actual like that kind of it was it was more like um what's another word? But that is interesting that I said wrangle like collecting, pulling in, you know, getting, getting back, that kind of thing. I don't know. So I don't know why I said wrangle, but that's the word. Yeah. Do you have a name for this dream? Um, or what would you call it? Um, I was going to say lost and found, but it's not like that. It's like, it's, um, the sense is like going on a, going on a walkabout and then and then being led back home so i don't know what what the title would be but like a walkabout i feel I like your previous three dreams that we've worked on together have Gosh. been about a, a walkabout that's really i appreciate your like memory of because i don't even remember <laughs> cycle and going up the path yes and then there was right. oh, maybe it wasn't a motorcycle, a bike. A bike it was a bike. Yeah, it was a bike. Right, going all the way out, and then yeah. And being topless. Uh, yeah, being topless oh, and vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so, interesting. I'm thinking in this dream, you know, the expression, it was like herding cats. Mm. I think that cat was just there and looking unusual, so the dreamer would take note of it. And realize that that expression, if it's my dream, my mm -hmm. dream, I'm feeling that that expression, like hurting cats, might be a little bit of why I feel anger right now. Because the thing about that is, sorry, uh, the thing about that is, it's, it, cats all have their own mind to do different things. Mm -hmm. and, and they don't want to listen to you necessarily. Yeah, that's so true. I do have right. One story we have time I'd love to share with you about Puma. Sure. Um, but so I'm wondering where in my life do I feel like it's, it's like herding cats? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't totally resonate with me, but um, what I will say is that, so how horses represent in my psyche yes. Yes. masculine, yes. cats represent feminine. Oh, I like that. So it doesn't matter if it's male, female, that whatever color, it's just, so it's almost like the feminine, if I look at it like that, yeah. the feminine is kind of like, uh, <laughs> whatever, like not kind of lifeless. Even. Hmm? She's tired. She's hot. Yeah, maybe she's tired, and hot and oh, wow. yeah. And, and then there's this masculine energy that is kind of a free spirit and but I'm having collected. Say that in my dream. I know it will come back. Hmm. I, I don't have to worry about that. That horse didn't run off. I know it will come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I knew that in the dream, but said that you knew that when you were hmm. reading it. it is, do that. I say that? No. When you were reading it, it said Okay. That. Oh, okay. So um so what I was gonna say also, so the kitten is like lying on its back, like languishing, whatever. It was lying like this on its front. It was like sprawled on, it its, was front. on its front. Right? Yeah. Never mind. 
and it was it was specifically over this thing and i don't know if it was like trying to protect this thing or cover it i don't know there was something very peculiar about that aspect of it but i don't have a i don't have any insight on that at all um well i suggest that we now go into the second dream and see if okay. it's more like the other thing i'd like to suggest Ellen, and only if you're willing and wanting to do this is dream re-entry into the dream that okay. you're not remembering because I, what did you say that was intense when you woke up from it mm -hmm. I, I feel it was my dream I assume it was a big dream you know yeah. but I'm not remembering it but um and then this this brings up what dream teacher Jeremy Teller always said if you miss a dream he said dreams are like good public transportation if you miss the dream the next one's coming by yeah quick, you know yeah so really there's no fear in not remembering a dream no i yeah i mean i i I even said it to myself, I should just go write this down, but I'm just, I'm so tired now all the time. I'm just so tired. There was no way I was getting up and writing a dream the down. When you say, oh, I'll just remember this. Like, right. I'll remember this little snippet and then it'll just stimulate the whole thing. I didn't remember absolutely no, any no, of it. No, no, but then I don't remember the one. Oh, the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll often remember the one thing, but then it doesn't, it's like, yeah. what? Trigger, <laughs> trigger the whole thing. Right. Dream number three. Dream number two. Okay. Uh, whoops. I just went back to the same dream. Hmm. Oh, here. Um. I'm driving. I'm driving with the windows down. At in an. Hang on a second. I'm driving with the windows down through a neighborhood slowly. I see Dara, my, my, a friend of mine, with a little dog or a small child. She's holding something, and I'm not sure if it was a child or a dog, walking on a sidewalk along a very tall fence covered in plants and vines. She had a very funny haircut, sort of short and round in the back and longer in the front. When they saw me, the little one shouted, Ellen, longingly and happily. It, it nearly broke my heart open in a good way. She was reaching towards me and I stopped the car short to go to her. <clears throat> oh, wow. Well, I wasn't a little dog. I guess it was, yeah. But it's funny how even still, I don't have, it, I still like, in dreams, dogs can talk. So I don't really have a, it's really, a, it was either a dog or a person, but it was, uh, I guess it was a little child. <laughs> what would you name this dream? Um, Our title. Uh, um, oh God, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know, okay. I don't know. Okay. And um, so is there anything specific you would like to know from this dream? I guess I'm really curious about, you know, why she looked the way she looked. Like, why did she have that haircut? Um, it's interesting because it's the haircut that my therapist has kind of a little bit. And, you know, Dara in real life has, you know, longish blonde hair, like doesn't have a haircut like that at all. But somehow I transferred my therapist onto her um which, which is not you know what's true like i don't do that with her well maybe okay. so. which is In not reality <laughs> i mean i'm sure we do you know it's just how it is with most of my friends yeah. <laughs> We're all, you know we all do that for each other but but um yeah i guess what else might i want to know um reality and reality check it for us yeah i'm not even sure what i really want to know from it it just felt it felt really, really sweet and so, so, so like, oh, this little being just like wanted me, just wanted me and was like reaching out, like so happy to see me. And that just, um, yeah, felt so beautiful. And yeah, not, not exactly how life feels for me right now in general. And I don't mean, I don't, you know, I know I'm loved, you know, just, it's just, it's a weird time. I don't, I'm not sure what else I can say about it. it. Just feels like a really weird time. Yeah. If it's, and, if, 
Oh, do you have more? I'm sorry. The reality. No, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, reality yeah. check. Um, I don't know. Do you know your friends from? Um, we uh, know each other from from well really we met in i think we met in brooklyn through a mutual friend okay. um but we mostly know each other up from upstate new york she moved to upstate and then we moved there and so we um, you know we built community together up there and so we you know we have all that community oh. in common yeah and does she have children in a waking life or each other she's not but she has a little dog <laughs> she has a little dog that's been kind of unwell for a little bit so you know maybe that was on my mind <laughs> Yeah. So, if this is my dream, I'm thinking somewhere. Well, I'm thinking two things. First track is, I'm thinking this is my inner child. If I'm mm -hmm. oh, yeah. where every character, inanimate as well as animate, is ourselves. Mm -hmm. If that little girl that shines so much light on me and mm -hmm. really be happy. Like I'm thinking, this is that's my inner self. So I have to get my inner child, right? Is that what they call it? They. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> oh, those. Infamous they. Who's <laughs> over there? <laughs> but um, yeah. So I feel like this is my joy. This is joy than me. Mm -hmm. So I have, I have all this great joy and I'm a little bit disconnected from it right now. Yeah. So means that the memory of it. Yeah. Body. Did you feel how'd you feel when you woke up? Um let's see. Okay, so I actually wrote I felt a longing to run to pick her up and hug her and laugh and smooch and love her up. That's what I wrote. So that's how I felt. That's how I felt. I, mean, I didn't do that in the dream, but that's how I, that's what I wanted to do. Like I just wanted so much to just love her and play and be silly and like engage. And yeah, that does sound like, it does sound like it's some, what I, it's what I really want. It's what I always wanted since I was very young. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she seems to want my love too. She wants to play and be engaged with us. Yeah, about your inner child. Yeah, it sounds like that. Exactly like I looked at as a little girl. I think. Look in the Zoom. I see the you know school picture from when I was six or five. You know, have to stay in touch with. Are you? Yeah, yeah, that little that little one. The little one, you know, who did who didn't get, you know, certain whatever, you know, we didn't get all of what we needed, right? None of us really did, for the most part. Even if we had good parent, good enough parenting. And there was that longing. Yeah, that longing to be seen and be engaged with, and it's like, and in and in actuality, it's it is really how I feel. Like, yes, yeah, how I felt when I was young, but it is something that I'm longing for now, like like something to spark that. That, that lightness in me, the playfulness, the happiness, the I don't know, happiness, but you know, that kind of childlike joy and silliness, you know, just, yeah, like so longing for that. And right wow. now I just feel the complete opposite. Wow. That's why I said that was one track where my head was, but the second track where my head is, is that I, I and I'm making all these assumptions from the first person, my dream, then perhaps there's a child somewhere that I was really close with who some part of her is longing to me in my life mm. or something I can offer him. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't hear the last thing you said. I said train of, it was my other train of thought. Oh, yeah. Well, I am, um, I am coming to New York <laughs> the end of July and um, into August. And, um, you know, I will see Maya, my, my little person in my life who's getting bigger yeah. and, you know, maybe there's something. And that's what my that. assumption is, but uh, it was my dream. Yeah, it was my life. My so Phelan still has the truck here. So. Oh, I thought he sold it. He thought he did too. The guy never came. And now there's another guy that may be interested, but it's here. 
How are you getting east? Um, I'm flying. Okay. Uh, and I, I rented a car for a ridiculous amount of money. Eight, ridiculous amount of money. But spend I did it. My, hmm? I said, spend a day with me. I'll pay for the, that day, the car that day. <laughs> I would love, it would be fun to see you, actually. It'd be definitely fun. You know, it's going to be a busy kind of thing. But um, I'm going to be there for a couple of weeks. So, yeah. So it'll be good. Some of that time I'm going up to Maine, I think, oh, nice. for a few days. Um, anyway. Um, wow. How can you honor this dream? Heaving <sighs> my inner child. Yeah. All her joy and sweetness. I just had this thought of like, well, what did she want when she was young, when she was kind of yanking on mommy's, you know, pant leg, like, I'm bored. I used to say I'm bored. But what I really was is like, I need to be engaged. Yeah. I need you to be see me and be with me, hang out, yeah. play with me, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, that is exactly what she was asking. What? Yeah, that's exactly what she was asking. So, so I almost feel, sorry. <laughs> Come on. So I, I guess I just feel like, you know, I have this vision of like sitting on the floor and like maybe having some just crayons or some art stuff, but like not making art the way I make art, just like uh, just yes. coloring or something like, you know, or maybe bringing home a little ball of clay from the pottery studio and just making something and just, you know, I don't know, being somehow just imagining that she's there, that I'm her, that, you know, I'm doing this in that lighthearted way somehow, if I can manage that. But really, what I, I would love to find somebody that I can do that with. Can, yeah, that I could play with, whether it's an adult or a child, just somebody that I feel like I can. I always assign That you. brings that out in me, I guess. I, I always assign you these like volunteer opportunities and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm busy, I'm working and, you know, I, whatever, but um, I'm just thinking, oh, you should like go into a children's hospital and create art with the children. Mm -hmm. you go to the, go to the SPCA and hang with the dogs. With the yeah, dogs. which is, which is, I mean, not, nothing wrong with those ideas, but I think this is, this is really more about my own process, right? I mean, at the same time, that might actually, that might actually stimulate that yeah. joy, you know, just engaging with someone does, right? It does kind of, especially children. Are yearning to play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, children really do that for you, right? They just put you so in the moment. They're just Absolutely. so, wow. That's yeah. all there is. That yeah, moment. that's all there is. Yeah, and exactly. You have to be like ahead of them. As a teacher of young children, yeah, so, you know you're you're in the moment, but you're like, and what will the next moment look well, like? Well, right, being a teacher is a totally different <laughs> ball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I do not have the desire to do. So, <laughs> I'm not suggesting that. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I do think that there's more work that needs to be done. I'm calling it the second dream. You're calling it the first, but the walkabout dream because there was no title for it. And um, I felt there was a little bit of unclarity. So if I'm looking from like this big intense dream that I can't quite rock to um, like a, an unclarity in the next dream and then a very strong clarity of mm. light and joy and youth we've talked about before on this podcast how when you dream about a baby it's not always necessarily a baby mm -hmm. her baby you know and that's what I, one of the things I was thinking about was, but I didn't mm -hmm. it's not developed it's just emanating mm -hmm. but um you know it could be a new project the, the young baby that will bring me mm -hmm. so much joy or mm -hmm. I don't know but um so I would, I would recommend that you spend some time with that dream, but also doing a dream re-entry. And one of our dream teachers, Robert Moss, taught us that with shamanic drumming tape, or however, um, that we can re-enter our dreams. So that will put us in this 
kind of dream state, theta, you know, brain wave, and um, and can we enter and gain clarity or fix something that maybe it's not what I'm hearing from that dream, but that's another reason one might want to re-enter the dream. Mm -hmm. You mean re the one with the horse? Yes. That one, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, maybe be more curious about what was this thing underneath the kitten. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But does that, does that gesture remind you of anything? A cat flat on its stomach? Uh, it could either feel like um, I'm kind of done, uh, I'm done. <laughs> like I just don't have any anything left in me, which feels exactly feels feels like what's happening. I have no I have very, and yet I'm doing things. I'm doing a lot of things, you yeah. know, right now, and um, you know, a lot of yeah, just a lot of projects and things. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just prostrate, just lying prostrate. Oh yes, it is yeah. like prostrate. I don't have anything. I don't know. Or so grounded. So. Surrender. It wasn't a surrender. It didn't feel like surrender. It felt okay. like. Or you know, the the other thing that did occur to me was that whatever this thing was underneath, if it was something like plastic, because it did have sort of edges that made me think it wasn't biological. Okay. Um. That maybe there's some message in this thing or there's some it's protecting something or it's it didn't feel like protecting it felt like it was tired it was done it had no energy but but it's i don't know something something about that it reminds me of moments in my life where i have felt well i'll tell one of the moments when my dog toby was dying and people were saying you should put him to sleep you shouldn't put him to sleep but I didn't want to, he was my guy, you know, he's my guy. And I didn't see that he was in pain. Had I seen that he was in pain, I, I would have made the best decision for him, but I didn't say that. And I was on the porch dying at any moment. And I was crying and saying, you know, this, that gesture reminds me of like, that's it. You know, I'm out, I'm, I'm, I'm human, yeah. I cannot, dictate life or death. And I said to God, that's your call. You decide when he dies. I'm not going to take that on. You know, mm. that's pain. You know, in that case, nothing. Doesn't matter what I my you know theoretical thinking might be. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, but I felt exactly like that cat like yeah i give up surrender. or i prostrate myself it was exactly like surrender yeah that is kind of interesting i mean maybe there's something in the part of yeah the feminine it doesn't have to be feminine it's just kind of how i generally see that um yeah it could just be like the smaller more vulnerable being oh of the two God. animals you oh, know you, oh okay i said i really wanted to share a story at the end oh yeah okay, okay. I, I don't want to yes of course of course okay. no oh as many of our podcasters know I have MS and so I have certain things to help me out like a shower chair and I have like a, a handicap thing to put it up you know over the toilet but it's really wobbly you, know, you need both arms down on it to stand up so I I took a shower and I was trying to get out and and in the past you know simple as this task may seem because I'm in the hot water and that's right there really draining for a person with MS. Um, mm. I have taken a spill, like my chair dumped me out onto the floor in the past. So I know there's some danger in that. And um, I went to lift myself up on the toilet thing and it started to wobble. And I, I might've started to cry just for like, it wasn't that I was sad, I was just, I was just being ratty. Like I was feeling helpless. Like frustrated maybe? Frustrated. You yeah. Squabbling. I didn't know what to do. So Puma, my big black cat, leapt from the wicker bench in my bathroom onto the closed toilet seat with his wonderful girth to hold it down 
so that I could get up without it shaking. Wow. I swear. That is crazy. Oh my God. You know, he's just a love, a big black. He knew he was helping you. That's so beautiful wow I just, yeah and just wanted to say my old dog sammy who had visited us in a podcast before mm, yeah I, this was a different time and i had fallen or my legs had given out and i was on the floor again so i pulled myself over to my bed cane and i'm lifting myself up and i had my other hand on the bed but you know this hand has some difficulty and it kept closing up and slipping off kept slipping off my bed and I'm like how long am I gonna stand floor you know so I go on my bed so I'm holding the bed cane my one hand is really slipping off Sammy came over to me on the bed and put his two paws on top of my hand to weight it down so it wouldn't slip off the bed so these are the animals that are in my life I feel so blessed wow Thank you. For that. They know. They know. They can oh. tell. So smart and so intuitive. Wow. So intuitive. Oh, I love you. Son Love said, "Sure, you didn't call him over there." And I said, "Honey, I didn't even think of it. I couldn't even think of that." Because what was he going to do? What would he? Even, I wouldn't have even known how he could help. I didn't even think about calling him over because I didn't think of it. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> wow 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 thank you listening for listening oh my gosh yeah that's 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 pretty profound actually yeah right yeah that that just reminds me really quickly of a a video that i saw on some you know whatever you know i get sometimes caught up on the i look at a video and then you know it kind of has more videos out and you're like okay sure you know i'm in that that obnoxious scroll thing that happens which i really trying to break that habit but anyway it was it was a video of a little baby and it was an open window about you know yay big and the baby is reaching up you know to the windowsill yes and there was a big cat standing in the corner and the cat comes over and takes its paw and starts to like do this to the baby like stop it get down that's you know oh, and the baby keeps wow. holding on and keeps reaching because that's what babies do and the cat leaps over and literally pulls the baby off <laughs> like, i mean what yeah <laughs> they they know they just talked about oscar the cat who lived in that nursing home i can't remember where somewhere in the midwest um who goes to hang out in whoever whoever's room that the person is going to pass away oh. and that's so then the nurses began to learn that's what oscar was doing he'd sit by a door nurse would let him in he'd jump up with whichever patient and then that person who was like the angel of death but oh. only only in so much as he's alerting Right, like this is going to happen soon. Speak of the devil, there he is. (laughs) 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 Right on cue, he's like, oh, me? So it makes me it makes me wonder, you know, yeah. all this talk about the intuitiveness of animals and the sensitivity and the love and the just care and all of that. Yeah. It makes me wonder what these animals in my dream were about. Just makes yeah. me wonder. Okay. Some, you know, mm-hmm. that's all. Maybe that's I a good way think, to re-enter. I always think of um, the Native American medicine card that mm-hmm. David Carson created from the mm-hmm. tradition, and in that he says horse means power so definitely maybe you know my power has left me but i know it will come back Mm. and i need to rescue the feminine i need to rescue her i need to pull her to the side for a minute and just let her because she's in danger and she's oh man this is all making sense now she's 
she's strung out. Like that's me. I feel strong. I don't know, strung out a little, a little heavy handed, but yeah. Like let's, you don't like puns. Oh, yeah, I don't I like really a pun. Well, never mind. Oh, that's okay. I don't just, mind them. <laughs> it's totally I don't mind. Yeah, like I'm kind of strung out and I'm like, yeah. have no, absolutely no. And I mean, this is, you know, I've got like adrenal fatigue, not whatever, you know, I've got some yeah. issues with all of that stuff. And so, so I'm, I'm, I'm just sort of taking care. I'm taking yeah. care of the feminine, which I actually am taking care of myself in that way. And I'm allowing this, you know, you know, I'm calling it masculine, but maybe it really is just power the power, you know, maybe that's an interesting thing because actually power makes more sense to me um, than masculine as a, as an interpretation of the animal, um, that horse particularly. Yeah. So maybe it is about power or and I'm, I'm looking power. to get my power back. That's yeah. Right. Power. Right. I I'm looking that. to get, to get some, to get something back. I'm like so something it leaves me and I'm, you know. I'm taking a walkabout hmm. and I'm wondering now, is this taking place in New Mexico where I live? Yeah, it, it's well, it's it's hard to say. I mean, it was a, it's, it was more green and it was more of a yeah, like a pathway. It almost seemed more like in New York or like upstate, you know, somewhere on the in the northeast. Right? But, you know, but the horses and my housemate and of course they're here in Santa Fe. So, yeah, yeah it actually feel a little bit more like here. And, you know, I have been thinking about that coming back. So it has been mm -hmm. The Hudson Valley has a pole. It has a pole. It has a pole. Yeah, it yep. They don't yep. call it the closest thing to Boulder on the East Coast. Are you serious? People say they do because the mountains. <laughs> well, I you know because you know about King Naiwa's curse. So mm. I wish I had more detail, but there was a native chief, and when the white people were like moving west and kind of pushing. The natives, probably it's around the trail of tears, trail of tears, mm -hmm. where the natives were being uprooted. Chief Naiwa put a curse, blessing or a curse, on the mountain range in Boulder and said, when when anyone or when the white man sees this, like it it will mean so much to him that he won't go any further west. So, mm. so I'm making the correlation that. Uh, I feel similarly about the Catskills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Catskills and the Berkshires and all of that. It's, it's definitely, it's pulling me. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm leaving everything very open and very kind of okay here too. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. those things I don't like, but there's I a lot that I do. Just... And I don't, right. I'm, in fact, I'm almost building things. I'm almost kind of like, reaching reaching back in reaching back in, rather than running away and going i don't like it here i'm going to go back or i'm going to go there and create something i'm i'm kind of like what there are things that can work here and let's see if there's something that works better over there but if not i'm good here at least for now you know i can i can make things happen thank so you here's another thing i'm thinking about from your dream the riding the horse bareback mm. and back of the cat the cat was splayed with its back up i was riding the horse bareback mm -hmm. and then i was just lying on the horse did i ever sit up yeah i i sort of jumped on my belly and then yeah. and then righted myself i righted yeah. myself so that i was sitting up oh and at one point i do remember i think i didn't write this down but i remember i was backwards i was backwards oh, on the horse. we go. weren't moving but i like was like wait no i need to turn around oh. i forgot I, about that part well, it's bringing up uh, my mom who passed away in 1995. Um, one of her best friends, name is Judy, who's also passed on. And um, they sit together on my council of uh, elders in my room. But um, my mom had cancer, breast cancer. And Judy said, Judy was giving her a reading and she kept pointing to her back. And so then she interpreted it as it's behind you now. It's behind you. When in fact, what it was, was that my mom's cancer had spread. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, that reminds me of a Talmud passage, which says a dream 
follows its interpretation. Not so in that dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of um, Wanda Birch, you know, who we both know as, you know, part of, part of Robert Moss's dream oh, world. Yes, yes. Remember? Yeah, and her, her journey with, with that, oh, where she dreamt, yeah. she dreamt of her cancer. She knew yeah. she had it before anybody else knew. Yeah. Like, she felt, this, she dreamt about it. She could tell the doctors, even though they didn't see yeah. it, the yeah. where to look. Yes, yeah, quite extraordinary. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. Called She Who Dreams. She Who Dreams. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would think about through my dreams things that are now behind me. Hmm. And so I said, uh oh, because I was thinking, well, the Hudson Valley is kind of behind you because you moved on. But well, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to interpret it that way at all. No, it isn't. I mean, I've, I've really thought very much about it. It's like, oh, you can't go back. You can't go home because, you know, all that sort of thing. But the truth is, is that I'm not, if I were to come back, I'm not going to like go live in the same exact town or the same house or be, you know, doing the same exact things. It's like, I am a very changed person since I've been here yeah. and I'm doing different things. I'm on about different things and I will create myself differently. Yeah, and and so I feel that I feel that if I do go back, it wouldn't be, yeah. Cause I had to really ask myself, am I going, is it because I feel, you know, like, like it's a safety thing. Like, Oh, I'm going back home because it just feels cozy and safe and it's home. But no, because it isn't that anymore. My community has sort of split or split up yes. kind of scattered around. Like it isn't the same at all. Global it's a, community. Uh, hmm? it's a, we're a global community. Yeah, I mean, here we are, right? Right. It's, it's a very different world, and so, yeah, like what? Just it it doesn't actually feel like that. I really had to kind of grapple with that a little bit, and I really feel very strongly that it's not about going home, going back, yes. going backwards. Um, so now with all of this new insight into that cloudy dream, mm -hmm. might you have a title for it? Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, there was a lot of people and like, it felt like war of some sort, something like, yeah, something like a war or, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the titles are, the titles feel, were, are hard for me today. Yeah, that's just fine. <laughs> I just uh, okay. untitled untitled <laughs> yeah or yeah. untitled one because there might be yeah well there was three I didn't title any one of them so <laughs> they're all untitled I don't think I saw any of them today um I know I don't know why that I won't name them for you because that's your personal journey oh yeah the, right the, the one yeah it was like going on a journey and coming home or something that's a long title but Oh, walkabout, right? It was called. It was walkabout, something like that. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what this one was. I just don't. Okay. Maybe tonight. You know, sometimes when you like lay back down yes. at night, you remember a dream that you had the night before. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Yeah. I have such a flavor or a feeling about the dream. Like yeah. Grasp it. I used to liken it to, like, I'm trying to grasp, you know, like shades that pull down, like I'm. Yeah grasp the corner of a shade to pull it yeah, down. Yeah, like just up right before it's going up. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, I, I, I have felt like that because there's a feeling and I'm like, oh, right. And then I'll have an image and it, sometimes it just doesn't come together to remember. And yeah. Then it's that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. On, on many levels, not just yeah. that. Yeah, I think, or, you know, I think it feels very multi-layered somehow. Yeah. And, and interesting, this painting class that I did with my friend today was also like that. It was very la layered. Oh. And like, wow, what came out to me at first looked like a big old mess of blah, 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 blah you know, kind of just a mess of color and line that didn't make any sense or relate with anything. But, you know, when, when we talked about it, it was like, oh yeah, look at how this is coming through and that's layering over that. And that, you know, shape sort of connects with that shape. I don't know. It start. It things do reveal themselves, but I feel like that's 
What's happening right now in, in general for me and probably for many of us is there's so many layers of healing that we're going through right now. I mean, there's planetary global stuff that we're all going through and it's complicated and it's difficult because it's new. So, and that on top of our own personal psyches and personal processes is kind of like, whoa, no wonder we're and I'm tired. Well, Joseph Campbell used to say, myth is a collective dream and dream is a personal myth. Hmm. All kind of having a common hmm. experience. And also we have our individual experiences. Right, right. Online. Which is which is all connected too, right? Because yeah. we are all sort of connected and we're not we're not that different from one another. We all yeah. share the same human emotions and you yeah. know that's been one yeah. of the best things I've really learned in my middle age years. Yeah. How we are all so connected to each other. Yeah. Not yeah. that I ever was, you know, anything, but I I see it. I see it. I feel see it. it. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I, I kind of sense it on some level, but I wonder if, anyway, yeah, this is probably too complex for this. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Continued. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. So great to talk to you too. It's been a while. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Dreamers. So we want to wish you sweet dreams. Holomod metukin. Sweet dreams, everyone. Useful, useful, meaningful dreams.